The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the gram, stunt me a destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world? I'd like to welcome you back to the Real Talk with Zuby podcast. On today's episode, we have got on a fellow podcaster and a great intellectual thinker. This is Jaleesa Danielle, host of the Side Effect podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I've been waiting for this for like some months now, so I'm happy I'm here. Awesome. It's long overdue. Jaleesa, for people who are not familiar with who you are, please tell them a little bit about you. Yes, I am a podcaster. I just started doing this about a year and a half ago. Um, It started during COVID when I started becoming a lot more vocal. So um, I've been podcasting. I am in education. And yeah, you'll see me. You'll see my tweets going crazy now because I got a lot of stuff to say. You've got a lot to say. Have you always been like that? Tell me a bit more about your story. I I think I have been. um, Well, in school, in high school, like I was very shy. Um, I didn't really say much, but as I started, you know, cause I started getting into the music industry and, you know, realizing like it was like a big grind. not that I was trying to be an artist or anything, but just being in that industry, um, you have to like open your mouth if you want opportunities, if you want to go places, if you want to work. So I just started becoming more vocal, um, as far as that, but as far as like my opinion and being a little bit more aggressive of, I guess, how people see, um, that just started maybe like two years ago. I'm starting to open up my mouth. Um, COVID. Okay. You had a lot of time to sit and think. And uh, the more crazy things I saw, I had to say something because nobody else would. So where are you from? You're from, are you originally from Texas? I was born in Connecticut. Uh, My parents are retired military. So we we lived in Connecticut. We lived in Cuba. um, And then we moved here. And so I've been here pretty much most of my life here in Houston. Got it. And a couple of years ago, so 2020, the pandemic slash pandemic slash scamdemic hits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why everyone says hits. Hits is the term I've noticed people. Are using. <laughs> I just I just used it myself. And not just America, but the world as a whole suddenly is in a very weird place. People are panicking. People are fearful. People are freaking out. I know from the very beginning, it seems like you were in the very, very small minority of people who was like, wait, hang on, something here isn't right. Mm -hmm. What was it initially that struck you as something not being 
quite what the narrative they were well, claiming was. I've always been a skeptic about, I don't trust anyone, anything, the news, <laughs> because I, I did go to school for communications. So we learned television, my degrees in PR. I've learned how people present themselves to look a certain way, the words that they got to use. So I took everything. I was like, mm, I don't know. But um, I was actually supposed to go to China in March of 2020. Mm. And I had a flight scheduled for Shanghai. And when all that stuff started happening, I was like, oh, well, just, you know, I'll still go. Um, but when I started to see more things, I actually ended up texting my parents and my, um, my, my sister. I was like, I think this whole thing, this was January 2020. I was like, I think this whole thing that's happening is um, going to be so everybody can get the shot. And they were just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, I really think just because of the stuff I used to watch, I used to watch, I don't know if you know, Jesse Ventura, mm -hmm. he had a show like years ago that was like about conspiracies and stuff. And I always would watch it. And then I was like on all the movies and everything just started coming together. And I was like, I don't think this is real. And so um, I ended up going anyways to Europe. And then that week I was in uh, London, Paris and, and London. And uh, that's when Trump got on TV and was like, no one, no one can, else can come in from Europe. And then everyone's like, get home right now. It's so serious. And I was like, no, it's not. I'm going to enjoy my vacation. <laughs> like, it was, it was crazy, but I can't believe like it actually happened. Yeah. It's, uh, and people are moving on and acting like none of it did, which is yeah. interesting. People are trying to mem <laughs> memory hole everything. Like those past two years just didn't happen. Uh -huh. At what point did you become vocal on social media in general, or even specifically about that? Um, I think, well, um, on social media, it was more of um, during the election. So uh, that prior to COVID, I was during the election, I started becoming a little bit more vocal. Um, the second time around when I was like, y'all don't pick Biden, I'm telling you, don't pick him. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> telling everyone like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And um, yeah, people were just, I, I was pointing out more of like, um, I don't even want to call it conspiracies because I feel like that sounds like fake. It's just like the truth. I'll just say the truth. I started posting things and doing side by sides and people are like, you need a channel. You need, you know, to be more vocal about it. And I was like, eh, I guess. And so then I was like, oh, finally. And a year later, I started podcasting. But it was the election really that was uh, that did it for me because I was like, no, we can't. We can't have him. <laughs> yeah. First of all, what, what, what made you feel that way? Um, just because um, I'm more of, and I always tell people I'm more of a message over messenger type person. So like, I'm not going to cancel out an entire person because they said this one thing or whatever. Like if they said this thing that I agree with, okay, cool. Like, but it, I'm not going to dismiss someone completely. So it was just more of like the policies, the trans stuff. I'm not into all that. The BLM, not into all that. I'm not into like emotional triggering things. And mm. so I'm a logical person. So when people are trying to persuade me through emotion or saying, well, so-and-so died because of our so I'm like, okay, like, yeah, what does it have to do with me? <laughs> That's not logical. So, um, yeah, I, it was more of just policies and the insanity that they were supporting. Mm. Yeah. I, I hear that. I think we're living in a, I mean, I guess this has always existed to some degree, Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's a pattern throughout history because it's just part of the human condition. But now more than ever in my lifetime, 
we seem to very much be living through an age of just sort of emotion versus reality mm -hmm. where it's just subjective feelings and trying to cater to and pander to the most minute and microscopic and minority feelings. Everything's just feelings and emotions mm -hmm. versus objective reality and things being logical and actually making sense. It seems that for the majority of my life, the latter was prioritized over the former, right? Mm -hmm. Reality itself was reality itself, reason, logic. That was the primary way people would try to convince people. It doesn't matter if it's politics or if it's social, just, just generally, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like, oh, well, I feel this and this person feels that, or this person could feel this or feel that. And now even in the language people use, it's all feeling based. Just last week, I, uh, I, I was protested for the first time. Oh my I was, gosh. I spoke at a wow. university, I spoke <laughs> at a university in Laura in Florida and there were about 50 protesters. Um, mostly, oh, I did see the video. Yeah. I saw. Uh, yeah. 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 I, it, and it was, um, it was emotions, just emotions and feelings. I think most of them didn't even know exactly why they were there, who I was, what I was protesting. It's just, Hey, um, apparently this guy is a bad guy or he's transphobic or he's this or he's that right they just mm -hmm. what whatever term whatever buzz terms they put out and then people are just there with their signs and they're and they're angry and they don't like you and they don't even know what you believe they don't know yeah. who you are they don't it's just well i feel this and uh, your presence on campus is making me feel unsafe and feel it's just feelings and feelings and feelings and it's uh I've seen this before, right? I've seen it yeah. happen to other people. I've seen it, you know, the Ben Shapiro situations and mm -hmm. Milo Yiannopoulos. And I've seen these things of these students on campuses, oh Jordan, gosh, Jordan yes. Peterson, but to experience it myself and to kind of be mm -hmm. on the receiving end, I was like, wow, this is. You're like, yes, I made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's quite an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. And I always, I like to show those, uh, like Stephen Crowder, I, I'll play those in class because I'll, you know, have kids like choose like who was right, who was wrong, or who do you think, whatever. It's always interesting to see because those people, yes, are very emotionally driven. They're yelling, they're, they don't want to hear anything. So it's like, why are you even sitting down? Why are you even here? Like, just keep walking. Mm. It's, and I had this conversation yesterday. I was like, it's impossible to try to get everyone to think exactly the same way when we've all grown up differently. There's a reason why you think what you do. I think what I do um, even down to like my parents being in the military, I, I have just a different mindset about a lot of things. Um, so like, what are they trying to achieve by just like screaming? Like, it's not going to make somebody want to be on your side. So is this a cancel to make you be mm. quiet? Like, I don't, what is the purpose? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I don't view it this way. Because mm -hmm. this is not, I'm, I'm not like that. But the way I think of it is, I think it, I think it serves twofold purpose. I think number one, it's a weapon, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of an emotional blackmail tool, right? If you tell someone that whether it's sticking the label on them, sexist, homophobic, racist, transphobic, bigot, whatever it is, it's an attack weapon, right? It, mm -hmm. it can shut down a lot of people because then they go on defensive mode and they start defending themselves, trying to explain why they are not those things. And once you've got someone explaining why they're not the thing that you, you know, it's the going up to a man and, you know, when, when did you stop beating your wife? And he's like, wait, wait, I, like, you're right. It, it throws yeah. them off. But then also, I think with people who are also emotionally incontinent, as I call it, um, I think those emotional tactics 
reach them perhaps better than logic does, right? Mm -hmm. These are the type of people, they don't care about facts. They don't care about logic. They don't care about data. They don't care about stats. They're just like, well, I feel this, this is my lived experience, or this is that person's lived experience. And who are you to challenge or question Mm -hmm. that person's lived experience and subjective truth? That's the way I, that's the way I think of it to steel man it. It drives me insane. Cause I had this incident happen at work the other day and uh, long story short, I sent out an email and I got a call into the office. I was like, you need to reword your, <laughs> uh, you know, if I could reread it and show, I was like, what did I say? That's so hurtful. So I was like, what, how, how you said it, you know, it hurt someone's feelings. And, you know, I just want to know if you can reword it. And I said, what about my feelings? Mm. What about mine? What about mine? Do I need to be whiny and complainy? just to like get my way. I, I'm not that type of person. Like I'm, I'm going to be quiet and I'm just going to observe, but like it's gotten to the point. It's like the louder you are, the more obnoxious you are, the more annoying you are, then you get your way because people are just, they don't, don't want to hear you. I think that's how, that's why policy or things change because they're just like, ugh, I don't want to mm. hear you anymore. And so we'll just do what you want so you can shut up. But yeah. it shouldn't Squeaky be like that. The grease. Yeah. Like I don't, I shouldn't have to do that. And so, yeah, it's just, let's cater to the crybabies. That's where we're at in America right now. Cater to the crybabies and, uh, you know, everything will be great. It's like, no. (laughs) And and it really won't be. That's the the thing. You can can get away with it for a a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. As I say, you can can deny reality for a while, but you can't deny the consequences of denying reality. Yeah, I... It's just, we just live in an insane world. Like I just said, like with the NHL tweeting, <laughs> trans women are one. I was like, the, hockey is like the <laughs> hockey is like the manliest sport. I can't believe I just saw that. Like I really uh, like trans women are women, and it said non-binary is a real thing or something like that. And I was like, yeah, what? Trans women are women. Trans men are men, and non-binary is real and valid some something close to that why don't women who are, want to be men why don't doesn't that get promoted like mainstream why do you think that that is you know you're obviously the it does first to female some power d- lifter or whatever you yeah <laughs> uh, do you know the truth jaleesa i i think that this whole movement is actually deeply misogynistic in the true sense, mm-hmm. like in, in the real sense, the word misogyny is thrown around. Oh, my God, I'm so tired of hearing that word. But if people want to talk about a real patriarchy and a real misogyny, mm-hmm. it is what is going on in the name of the so-called trans movement. Yeah. Just allowing men with our balls, our beards, our penises to mm-hmm. conquer women's sports, conquer women's beauty pageants, mm-hmm. go into your changing rooms, oh my go, God. go into the go into the spas. I mean, it's wild. And it's, it's crazy because it's crazy for two reasons. Number one, because it's primarily women who support it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's one crazy part. And the other crazy part is it's only women who are negatively affected by it, Mm -hmm. right? If a female goes into a male space, doesn't matter if it's sports, if it's a changing room, if it's a spa, if it's, they're not going to like, they're not a threat. They right. can't, they, we, we can't dominate y'all sports. We can't uh, it's, it's outlift you. We can't right? outlift you, outrun. <laughs> right? So, so that's the thing. So even though it might be goofy and it might be illogical, mm-hmm. it doesn't have a real negative impact. I mean, you're seeing these situations. It sounds like South Park. You're getting female prisoners 
in prisons getting pregnant because they're allowing males into the prison yeah. and suddenly females are getting pregnant and they're like, hmm, what's going, what's going on here? How did that how happen? That, yeah, how did this happen? Oh, we don't know why. It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. So it's weird. And it's weird seeing these so-called progressive women like, yeah, this is what we want. Trans women are women. This is equality. And I'm, I'm just like, you are, you want your own erasure, right? Mm -hmm. Your, your, your daughters, your granddaughters, they're going to have to deal with the, the effects of all this stupidity. And it's, it's, it's pretty maddening to me. Cause I'm just like, yo, I'm trying to, cause I've been talking about this issue now for, for many years before it was as mainstream as it is. Mm -hmm. And I was always saying, yo, this is going to affect women and girls in a bad way. It's why I did that whole deadlift stunt almost mm -hmm. four years ago. Now people still yeah. talk about it. That was almost <laughs> four years ago. And I was obviously bringing that to light as the, look, this is why this is so goofy. This is the problem. If you can just have any big dude like me just be like, Hey, I'm a woman and walk in. I mean, I mean, South Park yeah. parried it, parodied it later that year. And it's now this is happening. You must've seen yeah. that beauty competition not long ago. Yes, I did. Oh, oh my gosh. That big old <laughs> dude. <laughs> I was like, boy, I can't even say girl. Like I, my mouth, it won't fix itself to say girl. Like, I'm just like, boy, if you don't take that dress off, <laughs> you're much larger than everyone else and, and and then all the girls are like oh my gosh yes yeah good job, that's yeah. that's the part that's the no. part why are you clapping for that <laughs> like i if i was there i'm just like like old me would just sit there and be quiet today me will get up and be like, what is wrong with all of you and then look around and say stop clapping I'd grab their hands put their hands down and stop <laughs> stop all of you no delusion we had this conversation in, at my other school that i was at um with the kids and we asked them like you know what because they would say what if somebody wants to be called this or that or and i was like i don't care i don't care as a teacher i don't care i'm gonna teach you that you don't have to give in to everything and then the kids were going back and forth and i was like well what if i want to be called your majesty because i feel like a princess mm -hmm. are you gonna do it and then like, well that's different no, it's not. It's how I feel inside. And you better call me that or gonna be, you're going to get canceled. Like, and so when they, you start to give them these analogies, they're just like, oh, well, yeah, you know. It, what is the, like, there's no difference between gender, animal, um, you know, a, t a royal title. Like, what, there's a, not a difference. It's just, they're, they're just saying, oh, so how I feel. Mm -hmm. How I feel. So how I feel is like a queen. So you must bow down and call me. Your Majesty, and then they were like, "No, that's not the same." I was like, "Yes, it is. Yes, it yeah. is." Yeah, I, I try my best not to be too disparaging of humanity and people in general, but I've really learned that a lot of people genuinely do not think. People mm -hmm. really don't think things through. They just take a line. It doesn't. It doesn't even need to make sense, and they just repeat it and they go with it. Mm -hmm. And there's not that with me. If some idea comes, or if someone says a sentence to me which just logically does not, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. just immediately like, wait, that doesn't, that doesn't really make sense, right? If someone's mm -hmm. telling me that a square is actually a circle mm -hmm. and, um, you know, squares are circles. I'm like, wait, 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 hang on. Like, what, what do you mean by that? Right. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a process of like yeah. pushback, but there are people where it's just, just do this thing, say this thing and they just go with it. Especially mm -hmm. if other people are saying it and doing yeah. it and they, and they just go with it and they just repeat it. And I'm like, wait, this doesn't, what's going on? We saw this all through the past two and a half years. Mm -hmm. 
and people are just doing all this goofy stuff, repeating stuff. It makes It makes no sense at all. No sense. It, completely illogical. There's no, there's no science. There's no logic. Yeah. There's no, I'm just like, wait, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are you, you're screaming at me for not doing it. Great example. When I was in Portugal, I went to Portugal last year, mm-hmm. uh, spring 2021. In the UK, people, most people wore masks indoors, but it was, no one bothered. People didn't bother each other, mm-hmm. generally speaking, right? Like, and not, most people didn't wear them outside. Uh, you, you could not wear one and you'd, you'd be fine. I went to Portugal where they had both an indoor and outdoor mask mandate, but mm-hmm. the people on the street, like 99.5% compliance, but then people would scream. So I'm just walking down the street by myself. Like it's sunny, warm day, mm-hmm. I don't know, 85 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm just walking down the street by myself, minding my own business. People are shouting at me. Where's your mask? Put on a mask. Why aren't you wearing You're putting outside. We're not even talking inside. Yeah. Just walking around outside. And I'm just like, this is so like as someone who's interested in human psychology, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. what is what is going on here? Because even for the people who believe that the masks are effective mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. By yourself. Right. Like, like, or people driving in the car, driving in their cars alone, wearing them, which, mm-hmm. which happened in all countries and all cities. Mm-hmm. You still see it to this day. And in some ways, some, some of my friends are just like, man, like Zuby, just, just let it go. It doesn't matter. Why does no, it no, bother no. you? Can't let it, and and let I'm it just go. like, <laughs> I can't well, let it, go. It, it bothers me. Number one, because people were trying to force this on other people, mm-hmm. but it also bothers me simply because I like to understand things. I like to mm-hmm. understand what's going on. If I walked out outside and everyone was hopping around on one leg, I'd be like, why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Right. And so if someone just says, oh, well, it's a free country, you're free to hop around. I'm like, I'm not saying you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. But why are they walk- hopping around? It doesn't make sense. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's strange. It's not the best mode of transport. Why are people yeah. walking, hopping around on one leg? And, and mm-hmm. you just keep seeing it. I'd be like, why is this happening? Every time I see it, it's going to bother me. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to, you have to say something. And I, you know, and people tell me that all the time, just let it go. Or, you know, leave people alone. Let them, I'm like, no, because it doesn't make <laughs> sense. But two, if you like, because I continue to talk about a lot of things, I have seen like some people kind of like break down their way of thinking and they kind of let it go because I you know what they see me posting or saying or whatever and then that they're like okay this doesn't make sense maybe I should take it off maybe it's okay to stand next to somebody and breathe normally like so when we do continue to speak you know because I did have people who were mass crazy freaking out whatever and then Mm. now they're not anymore because of people like us who continue to talk show them things this makes sense and I did even have a student who was like you know didn't want to get the shot and she was like a freaking out and uh but she had followed me on social media and she was and I t- and I wrote her I said I'm not telling you what to do I'm not telling you not to get whatever I'm going to sh- just present you information and if you'd like you know do what you want to with this and uh she showed it to her parents she told me and they were like okay well you don't have to get it um because I don't like to for I don't want to force what I believe but I just like to show people stuff and that was a frustration with like Uh, social media because the censorship and all that kind of stuff like and you really want to show people and these are personal stories that I've you know especially with me going freaking psychosis I had at work because every two seconds it was like put your mask on put your mask on you're here's a write-up at 132 you weren't wearing it like I was going insane and I was like the only person speaking up which 
drove me crazy, which is why I was like, I have to say something because I feel like in my area around my people, I was affected the most because my school district held on to it like the last one in Houston. And I'm like, it's been three school years. Like, what is wrong with you people? Like, everyone's having, we're having music festivals. We're having the rodeo out here. We're having all of these things. And you are still making, you gave away tickets to the music festival that had like hundreds some thousand people, but you're still forcing it in schools because it's dangerous in schools. Like, like, mm. you know, like, y'all, use your brain. Use your brain. Like, what is happening in here every day? I'm like, Yep. I'm going to scream. I am going to <laughs> scream because why? And I yeah. got made out to be like the crazy person. I'm like, no, you guys are. You're the crazy ones. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, because I didn't see, like you say, you went to Portugal. I went to um, Egypt in November, no, December 2020. And over there, it was like, nobody really had a mask. Like you might have saw one nobody enforced it i was like wow this is what it's like on the other side of the world they don't have constant propaganda 24 7 people it's like normal mm -hmm. but over here you repeat stuff so much that people believe that it's true it's weird yep. how that works yep i'm sure you could just go two hours or one hour outside of houston and you would have seen something yeah. totally different yeah up, yeah actually up north um in Montgomery County, which is Count Conroe, Woodlands, all that up there, they didn't have a mandate like at all. And that was only an hour up up north. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the same. Oh I was in California last year, and the difference even between like oh my gosh, L.A. County and Orange County mm -hmm. was night and day. Right? Yeah. Orange Orange County was like Florida, not even an hour away. Like you cross the magic line, yeah. and suddenly no more no more virus no yeah. more masks no no more any like la was like super you know just they're on oh it right yes and then you just go outside it and you're just like guys what is going on I'll, I'll tell you another thing that's crazy about it and why some people like zuby stop talking stop talking about the pandemic it's over whatever i'm like no guys i'm not letting this go no um but it's also <laughs> it's also the fact that no one used to behave like that right exactly. it's, that, it's that it's so new so our entire lives our entire lives all the way up until 20 all the way up until january 2020 our position our behavior our approach to all of this was what a hundred percent of people's behavior was right there was no such thing as being anti-mask in 2019 yeah. it was just like you're just a normal human being who doesn't want to cover your face outside and wants to breathe fresh air and not be breathing through plastic all like just yeah. you're just a normal person and then less than six months later you're now an anti-masker mm -hmm. right i'm like guys that's not a word that's not a thing. i'm just a normal <laughs> human being i'm just doing what i've been doing my yeah. whole life i'm doing what you used to do i mean before if you got in a taxi or went into a bank and put a mask on like bro they'd arrest you Mm -hmm. What are you doing? No, you can't cover your face up in here, mm -hmm. right? You're walking around with a bandana. That it, it, It's not just that they changed it. It's like yeah. they inverted it. They inverted it. They made stuff that previously was seen as antisocial, the norm, and mm -hmm. then doing what was actually normal. You're now the antisocial one. You're now the mm -hmm. one who's selfish and uncaring and wants this and wants that. I'm like, no, I'm just being, I'm just a normal person from 2019, bro. Mm -hmm. I think, I think because we live in a, well, our society, like they want everybody wants to be rewarded for doing the bare minimum. So they uplifted people to make them seem like heroes, you know, for 
putting uh covering their mouth and to tell somebody off like yeah you're doing the right thing like yeah you tell them and i'm like no and i that's what i was i was very combative during that time and i fought everyone everywhere i went um in new york in la when i was in la august 2021 like going into starbucks of course they'd have no seats you just order and get out I was waiting for my friend to get their food and I just took a, took a little bite of my food and ah, put your mask on. I'm like, what the heck? I'm the only one in here. Like, well, two of us and then the workers. But I was like, what in the world is screaming at Runyon Canyon outside mm. at the bottom? They had people making sure you had a mask on while you're running the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> New York was probably the worst. New York had like COVID tents, like testing tents outside of mm -hmm. McDonald's, like just little plastic, one little girl sitting out there. Like, who are these people? Do you just get online and get a COVID job? Like, who's testing you? Is this like an intern down the street or a high school kid? Like, who are these people? What's going on out here? It's it was it was honestly the weirdest time ever. It's still weird, I feel like, but it's yeah. not that bad. But it's still a little weird. Yes. You know, in in Canada, they're trying to bring back the mask mandate. Yes, I've seen yeah. and I have seen uh, talks about. It. I was like, oh no, we're fighting. And I even told, <laughs> we're I'm, I'm swinging on somebody. I had told uh, <laughs> my. You know, because I did mention I am in education. I did tell this new principal, um, and it was kind of weird because kind of like I was like, I'm done with teaching. I hate everything about education. Um, but this district was not like they're more conservative. Um, so I was like, okay, let me try it one more time. Um, but when they had to call my references, which I had to list my previous bosses, I asked. I was like, and we had the relationship where like we fought every day. But I'm like, what did you say? What did you tell them? Because like I'm like I was just so done. I didn't even care how I talked to them. Nothing. And then it's like, well, I told them you didn't like wearing a mask, and you and you're very opinionated, and you don't back down. I said, good, because if it ever comes back, they won't be surprised when I say I'm not wearing that. And I had seen talks about them trying to bring it back. I was like, oh no, we're gonna have another issue on our hands because I'm not doing that again. It was a lot of hypocrisy with that. Yeah. I find it so interesting that you're a teacher because so many people, not just in education, but in any type of employment, the thing I'm always hearing from people is I'm, I'm afraid of this. I can't, I can't speak out. I can't do this. I can't, I'm sure you get the same, right? I can't do this. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't, oh, Zuby, it's easy for you. You're self-employed. You get paid for your opinions, da, da, da. I can't do this. I have a family. I have a job. You don't know what it's like for me. You don't. And I think it's mostly cope and cowardice. I understand yeah. it. I can I can empathize with it, right? Mm -hmm. I, I get what they're saying. But I also know so many people, some of whom I've even had on my podcast, mm -hmm. who are university professors or teachers or well-known mm -hmm. academics or people who are famous for various reasons or people who are just normal people who work the job, but they put their name and their face out there and they say what they think and they're courageous. Um, and they're generally okay. Yeah, some people mm -hmm. get quote unquote, not, not even canceled, because I think you get canceled by your own audience, right? Mm -hmm. You don't get, getting canceled isn't just 
someone saying, you know, having a go at you. That's just mm-hmm. being a human. Um, but there's such a climate of fear. There's such a climate of cowardice. So I'm, I'm curious as to how you manage that within the realm of education and being in the schooling system and also how you talk to students about this stuff. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so during COVID, um, of course, when we were a virtual, didn't really talk about it, but when we got back to school and the mass thing started happening, I started to vocalize how unfair it was, at least uh, from the teacher standpoint, um, because if you're an administrator, you probably have your own office, you're probably sitting in there by yourself, you're probably not wearing a mask, so most of your day is um, oxygen, you know, and mine was not. And so you, to think that I can just stand up and be like this and cover my mouth and talk for an hour straight or whatever, however long. And it was already, first of all, it was super hot in my classroom. I don't know why there was snow AC in there. So like for years I was in that room and sweating every day. So you're, my face is covered. I'm already irritated because it's hot. So all of that on top of you know, I just, I was just like, it's not fair. I was like, you guys sit in an office all day. You stand up here and I would watch. And the thing is, I was like, I would, I would record everything. I was recording, recording. <laughs> I watched you take your mask off 33 times at this, because I was like, you're not going to come for me. Cause I'm going to come with all the receipts, all the, everything I take, I was taking pictures. And so I think they knew that they really couldn't say anything to me because I, I was ready to, I had ammo. I had a lot of ammo. Um, and, uh, even talking to the kids about it, I tell them because I don't believe in, um, I understand that like kids, you know, don't, don't know everything or they don't need to know everything, but stuff like that, taking advantage and telling them you have to do that because we already had a demographic of kids that were already very combative before all of this. So you add more rules. Um, you know, we, we have a school that fights every day, all day. I mean, all kinds of chaos just every day. So on top of them getting yelled at for that, then they're getting yelled at because you see their nose. You get so there was like nobody was coming to school anymore. Nobody was doing their work. Everyone was just like, no kids were talking. Nobody wanted to work with each other. And it just became ridiculous. And so I was like, I'm not wearing a mask anymore. And, um, you know, because people were complaining about me saying, why doesn't she have to wear one? And we do. And I'm like, well, you don't take it off. Like, mm-hmm. what the heck? <laughs> Just take it off, remove it. And so, um, yeah, they were like, well, can you please just at least, you know, wear a shield? And that's where I just like blew up because I, you know, some people are watching this right now <laughs> visually. I'm trying to find like, I'm try- okay, you know what? I got this thing right here. Don't ask me why I have this, but this, okay. So I have this. Right- this was pretty much my mask. It had holes. It had holes in it. It was bedazzled, and they were like, "That's fine as long as your face is covered." <laughs> and compliance, like, compliance. So I, so with the students, you know, I would bring it up. I said, "Y'all, um, if y'all see me with a face shield, just know I'm protecting you." Um, and I made a joke out of it. I was like, "Safe, not safe. Safe, not safe." And I would do this. I said, "Do y'all see what's going on right now?" And so then so a lot of them started to, you know, become more aware. I just don't believe in taking advantage of kids just because they're, they weren't even kids. They're like 17, 18, 19 years old. Like, I don't want a whole generation of kids just being freaking robots and just being told what to do because somebody said it. It's like, no, if it doesn't make sense, 
then speak up. If I don't make sense to you, say something like, because I don't want to, you know, lie to them. Mm-hmm. And that's all they were just being lied to. It was, it became so ridiculous. Like that we had the Walmart squares. We had the Walmart circles on the floor with the arrows. Only you can only walk that way and walk this way. And it was, I'm telling you, it was so bad. I had to get out of that place. I had to get out of that district. I was like, who approved this? Who was like, yes, let's walk left on this hallway and right on this hallway, but we're all going to meet in the same classroom. It's nutty. It's nutty. And it's just how far, how global it was. Mm -hmm. This was, this was, I went to eight different countries during it. Mm -hmm. Goofiness everywhere. (laughs) The goofiness in the restaurant, the goofiness in the malls, the goofiness in the grocery store. And I'm like, if if they did some silly stuff in in one place or okay they had this over there or that I was like how is everywhere how how is the whole world doing this goofy stuff that no one used to do none of it is making sense I feel like everyone is knowing it doesn't make sense but you're yeah. doing it cuz you don't want to rock the boat and people are so agreeable that you're going to just do this weird little dance of compliance to show that you're a good person or to show this or to show that and I guess we both just have that personality type where we're like, nope, not doing it. Doesn't yeah, make no. sense. No. <laughs> like, no. You'll, you'll resist every single, <laughs> way, every single part of the way. And what's funny about it is I'm not someone who even has, um, I'm not someone, I, I, I wouldn't even consider myself naturally rebellious. I'm not someone who as a teenager or as a child was just rebellious against authority. I don't actually have. No, not inherent, yeah, I'll say no, not yeah. that. Yeah, I don't have an inherent problem with authority. I haven't I have a problem with things that don't make sense, especially when they're being pushed on me mm-hmm. by an authority, especially if I don't even consider the authority valid or respectable mm-hmm. to begin with, right? Oh, if someone yeah. just tells me to do something, I'm like, "Why?" And they're just like, <laughs> "Because because I said so." I'm like, "No, I'm not doing that." What because because you said so? I'm like, "No, to explain it to me, explain it to me in a grown-up logical way." Tell me how and why it makes sense, and I'll consider it. As a free human being, I, I will consider it. If someone's yeah, like, Zuby, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if tomorrow, so it could be minor. If someone's like, Zuby, wear a, wear a red T-shirt tomorrow. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. And they're like, because I said so. Wear a red T-shirt. I'm going to wear a red T-shirt. So you wear a red T-shirt. I'm like, no. Why should I wear a red T-shirt? Right? I mean, I'll wear yeah. a red T-shirt if I, if I want to, mm-hmm. but... There's got to be a reason. If you give me a real good reason, there could be a good reason for me to wear a red T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But tell me, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but they're yeah, just like, yeah. nope, we're not doing that. Just, uh, just do it, or you're the bad person. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, like you said, I, I was not a rebellious person. Um, I think like growing up I was more like just like a sneaky. Like, can I get away with this? <laughs> can I get away with this? You know, I did the little fake ID thing. I did uh, all the little things like that. But I wasn't like purposely like rude or, or talk back or anything like that but now yes yeah I will say something I and I will say how does that make sense like I I'm just at that point now like I ask people a lot of questions and even when I did or you know like at the grocery store when they're like you can't buy groceries unless you have a mask on and I'll be like oh my gosh and I, I'll make sure I grunt yell say how does this make sense tell me you know give me your reasoning or is this just the rules or, you know, whatever. And so I make sure like I make my point. Um, like when I went to New York, I went to a smoothie place and this was January of last or this year, they still were on the mask thing. And the guy was like, 
you have to put a mask on. And I was like, why? Because like, I'm here in Texas. I haven't worn one in forever. So I was like, why? He's like, because you have to. And I'm like, for a smoothie? Like, I'm the only person in here. He's like, it's just, and then I said, I just go, aren't you, I was all these dudes. I said, aren't you guys tired of wearing this? And he's like, it's just, it's just a few seconds. And I'm like, well, then I don't need to wear it if it's just a few seconds. Like, what the heck? And then, but I'm being painted out like as some whatever, but you got them like, they're all half right here, like on the chin. Like you guys aren't even serious people. Like I don't take anything serious anymore because I'm like, everything is such a joke. Mm. Were were you were were you disappointed by male behavior during this? Because I was, I was was disappointed by everyone, but particularly by men. I was like, guys, yes, like men. Men used to, you know, go go fight in wars and do (laughs) no, no, but 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 for real, right? I mean, I'm like, guys, like, what on earth, like. This is just embarrassing. I was like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Like most of the Karens I came across in that two years were, were men. Like yeah. the Karens no, were not even was, women. It was. Yeah. It was, it was, got, and like at my school, my last school, um, and I had this one particular football coach who every time he saw me walk down the hallway, he's like, there goes the rebel. There goes the, she don't want to wear a mask. But I mean, just always commented something. And I was like, oh my gosh, grow a pair. Like, you're how old are you like 40 something years old and you're like oh i'm putting my little gator on and what is that even doing what is that even gator even doing nothing okay first of all but yeah i was like the only myself and one other teacher who um another female teacher who were the only ones fighting back like literally like i'm ready for like lawyers we were getting everything ready because our you know our government our governor was like schools can't mandate this and then my school district was like we don't care what you say. We're going to do it anyways. And so mm-hmm. I think that's also another reason why they kind of didn't do too much with me because they knew I would, I was going to take it up. I was going to take it all the way to the top. And they also knew that my background is in media, the news I'm calling the new guys to bring all kinds of people to the school, DJs, news people. And so one phone call, y'all are on the news. I'm going viral. We're going to fight this out. So <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was crazy. But yeah, the guys, like no one said anything. And I did have like some who agreed with me, but they just want to speak up. Uh, that might yeah. be even worse. That is worse. I get so <laughs> mad. So I'm like, you guys believe what I believe. Say something like, help me out. Like stand by me. And Do you so- know what I think it's, Joe, I think it's like, it's like one of your friend friends is, is, is getting jumped or something and you're like hiding behind the sofa, like cheering them on. Yeah, yeah. you go fight, you go fight. It's like, they're like, yo, what? come and fight with yeah. me. Like, why, why are you, you're letting me just hear like get the crap kicked out of me and yeah. you're there like, yeah, I'm, I'm supporting you. I'm supporting you. You yeah, go, from you way go. Back here. Yeah, yeah. Way back here. <laughs> I'm like, no, like, oh, that, yeah, that was probably the, the most frustrating part is feeling alone mm. when other people agreed with you and i was i was just so angry. i was like i don't respect any of you i have zero respect from the top all the way to the bottom from the principal superintendent i don't respect any of them i was like not even your title nothing like you are a weak individual and if i think you're weak like i don't care who you are like mm-hmm. it's just there's no go- there's no go- coming back from that and I, even when i had a co-worker say, oh finally we can take the mask off finally we can i'm like Mm-mm. you don't talk to me about anything because they're like they're us now even today sending me information and stuff i'm like uh, th- 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 no 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 
I tried to talk to y'all about this a whole year ago and nobody wanted to say anything. And now you're like, look at this. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not speaking to you anymore. Okay. That's so funny. It's just, what I do you, just, whatever. What do you think is going to be the next battleground for human consciousness? Cause I think we've just had a massive war and assault on that. But what do you think is next? Oh, like, what are they going to try to get you to, mm -hmm. tug, what are they tugging at your heartstrings? What's the next thing? Oh, what's man. What's the next PSYOP, Daniel? I know. I was what's like, the they, already the did, they already did the <laughs> trans thing. They've done the, the virus thing. They've done, like, you just said, all the, uh, probably like a natural disaster, maybe. Mm. Maybe a natural disaster, you know, throw a couple of graphic images out there, um, blame somehow people who don't wear masks somehow are to blame for the hurricane for some reason or whatever it may be. Just like freaking Joe Biden. He's like, if you want to protect yourself from a hurricane, make sure you get vaccinated. It's like, what? <laughs> what? I can't believe those. Like, you, I think you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. I was in the UK at the time and I was like, wait, wait, wait. Did he just say it? I was like, I was come like, on. What? Did you just say a way to save yourself from a hurricane? I, now in Houston, we've had a lot. I've, I've been through a lot of them. Like that is not the way you protect yourself from a hurricane. Okay. I don't know how, where they even came up with that. Who even believes that? That's, that's the crazy part. Is that, do you really think that the people actually believe that? Can't, can't. What's crazy, though, is, is these are the same people who then will attack other people for spreading misinformation and disinformation. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your job. Like, that's all y'all have been doing for the past several years at this point is spreading misinformation and disinformation. Mm -hmm. And somehow I'm the bad guy. You're the bad guy. People who are trying to not even tell you what to think, but tell you to think, trying mm -hmm. to encourage you to at least question things if something doesn't make sense ask a question mm -hmm. but it's like nope you're the bad guy tv told me so yeah you can't even ask questions anymore and that's another thing that i think that's where i frustrate people because i don't even i won't even say an opinion on something i'll just ask questions and i purposely will do it like i'll know what the other side might think and so i'll ask that question and i try like with my students and i try to get them to like use logic Cause they're like, I hate when you do that. Cause I'm always like, well, what if this, well, what if that, well, what if it, and then they're like, stop it, stop it. I'm like, I'm trying to get you to think <laughs> like, use your brain. Ugh. But I don't, I don't know what's the next, next side. Next one. Maybe something, they're, they're, they're going hard on the climate. <laughs> this stuff guy right, right here. Oh yeah. Actually my sister painted this, but yeah, or, something with him, something with this guy, you know, the maybe big, the big orange menace. Yeah. The, the orange bad man, maybe something yeah. with him. Um, I don't know. I'm going to keep looking though. I'm going to be online. I'm online all the time. Just looking, at <laughs> looking at insanity every single day, getting mad. <laughs> Welcome to clown world. <laughs> well, as an American, you must be proud now to have, you know, it was Joe Biden's birthday over the weekend. Wow. Yeah. I celebrated with so, my family. <laughs> yep. So you are, this is now the first time in history that the USA has an 80 year old president. First time ever. You know, I think they keep replacing him with some, you know, some doppelgangers because there's no uh -oh, way this uh -oh. guy, this guy can't, this guy can't even walk down the stairs. And then it's like one day he can't even walk down the stairs. The next day he's given speeches like this. I'm like, nah, this something's weird. I don't know because ain't no way he's riding bikes one day, but then he's tripping over on the stage of nothing the next day. It's like, 
Uh, at least Donald Trump, you know, they made fun of him for holding water or whatever, the way he drank water. It's like, mm. is he falling all over the place like this other guy? No. But yeah. he's 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 really old. I don't know how much longer he has. Do you think there should be an upper limit on president's age? I know there's I a lower limit. I don't think there should be. I mean, I think there's a lot of I've seen, you know, very fit and cognitive 90 year olds. So I don't think um, there should be an age limit, but I think once you start to notice, you know, cognitive decline, then yes, maybe you should be like, all right, time to get out, yeah. no more. But who yeah, makes I, that decision? Yeah, true that. Like, I, I don't necessarily, I've, I've heard some people arguing that there should be an upper limit. I'm like, I don't think there should be an upper limit, but I don't think you should vote for someone who's an octogenarian either. Yeah, right? like, like, you, you've, got, <laughs> you've got options. I know the options are not amazing, <laughs> yeah. but if you choose willfully to vote for someone who is that old, then I'm like, okay, I just hope you're ready for the fact that in terms of their energy and their cognitive abilities and so on, even their physical abilities, they're going to be on the decline. Even if they're, even if they're in relatively, relatively <laughs> good shape, I mean, they're at the life expectancy. Yeah. So, you know, you're 15 or so years above the retirement age. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I've made this point many times before, but it, it does baffle me how in a country of 330 million people, it seems so difficult to get a guy or a gal who can just be sane and do a decent <laughs> and just do, do a decent job and not be not be hyper polarizing you're always going to polarize people to some degree yeah but every time i look at the, if i look at the last few u.s elections i'm just kind of like how are these the only options because they are they're already in the system and so they were you know like biden was already in the senate and all that kind of stuff for so many years it's like you already have to be in it and then they're not going to just pick some random person who makes sense yeah i but people still do vote Right? Yeah, people, people still do participate in the democratic process, like how how above board and legitimate it all is. I yeah. don't know, but I know for sure. Who you know, picks these, the these ultimate two? Who picks the two that you have to choose from? That's what I want. Yeah, it, it, it's it's odd to me because I just look at it. I, by the way, not even just in the US. I mean, in Canada, they reelected Justin Trudeau. I mean, all on a lower level, all the you know, all the governors that imposed the COVID tyranny, all of them got reelected. Yeah, all I, of them. I did notice that. So so that's where I'm just like, bro, like, I don't even... That doesn't make sense because there's so many people like rebelling against it. So there's no way that... I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> no way. There's no it, it's, way. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. Like, I know not everyone shares my perspective and my yeah. political views and so on, but I'm just like, man, after, after what you've just been through, Australia is going through this now, so... I was in Australia uh, like a month, five weeks ago, mm -hmm. and um, I was there for three weeks. And you know, Melbourne, Australia had the longest lockdown in the entire world in Victoria, over 500 days of lockdowns. And they've got their elections coming up. And the guy who imposed all of it, who, who locked people in their houses and had the police out shooting people, mm -hmm. shooting people for protesting, I mean, there's a chance he's going to win re-election. And I'm just like... How? 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 <laughs> like, I, I, I don't. What is wrong with you people? Like, I want, I want to. Like, yeah. I'm, this is where I'm just like, you know what? I mean, at some point, I'm just like, you know what? Maybe just, I just need to go my own way and leave people to their devices and yeah, let them enjoy like, it. 
because you can only save people to some degree and yeah, after that it's like just like you know no what like, i can't help you <laughs> there's no saving people you're trying to save them but there's no saving them yeah. i would love to like just have a message to the world with a megaphone and be like y'all stop the stupidity let's just be logical non-insane people because what is going on i can't <laughs> Like it's very, it's very, it does get difficult sometimes, like, especially like even at work, like I have, um, you know, coworkers who all think the same and I don't think like them and um, just having conversations, just hearing even like the politics, even down to like the little stuff. It's like, how can anyone think Trump is, I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh my gosh, here we go. Hey, what, what's going on now? And I'm just like, <laughs> ah. and I had, and I actually did have a, one of my coworkers who's like, I don't know how people, you know, if you're black. How do you even agree with anything he says? Because he said this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, actually, he did not say that. He said this. And then he's like, well, show me, show me, show me. So I show him the full clip. And the look, oh, my gosh, like, I wish I could Was it the it. very fine people one? Or yes. both sides? The both. Very, the very, very yep, fine yep, yep, people yep. story. I was like, <laughs> you, you're a freaking, just a snippet repeater. That's what you, and so I showed him the full clip. And he's like, he's like, he, didn't, he never denounced you know, Nazis and blah, blah. I said, yes, he did. Multiple the clip, times. he literally said it. And that's like, and there's other clips from years ago, from the 90s, 2000s, of the same exact thing. I was like, I have everything saved just for these moments right here. I was like, hold on, give me two seconds. And I like looked it up and then I showed him and then he was just like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. It's well, like when people do the, it's like now yeah. people are, people do the, oh, no one said that the vaccine would stop the transmission. No one said it, it would, no one said it would stop, no one said it would stop you getting it. No one said that. No one said, I'm like, bro, stop, stop lying. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, no one like, said like, it. Which, the, Joe yeah, Biden, the, the president of the Fauci. CDC, yeah, like, uh, Fauci. And Albert Borla, the head of Pfizer, like the tweets are still there. Like the, the video is there and people are like, oh, well, you know, the science changed things. I'm like, bro, no, stop. No, I thought the, the science was settled changed. last year. Last year, the science was settled. Last year it was settled. Now it's changed. I'm like, just stop. Like, you're, don't you're, gaslight me. They're just going to forever run in circles. Like, you're going to forever <laughs> run. Like you're going to run out of like excuses. Because mm. at what point do you finally admit that you are wrong? They're, they don't want to admit that they're wrong. I'm like, you guys, I'm the winner. You're the loser. <laughs> like, let's give it up already. You know, so I, I, I told him, I said, I have a counter for everything you say. I have a counter and I'm correct. <laughs> um, I have galleries in my phone. They're all organized by albums. Just which, what, what topic? All right, boom, right here. Here you go. And I just have like all kinds of information because. People just need to know. And again, the internet scrubbing things, you know, I just feel like I need to hold on to all this information. Mm. Where do you go to get your information? What sources do you actually trust? My brain. Um, uh, personal stories. That's really all it is. Like okay. personal accounts and Twitter, I think, is the best place to search for things. Um, I don't believe in like professional media outlets because they're all compromised um but it's more of like anecdotal you know did this happen to you let me see it let me hear it let me look with my own two eyes um and my own personal stories like that's enough for me to convince myself <laughs> what about in terms of actual like data or statistics for what just stuff in general 
stuff I in don't, general. Well, I mean, because I, mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm with you to obviously a major extent mm -hmm. on not trusting major publications, but mm -hmm. it, it, with me, with me, there's also a big caveat in that, right? Yeah. I don't think okay, it's not like everything they're running is a psyop up and a lie. It's more like you have to take it all with a with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. If multiple if multiple platforms are all reporting on the same thing from diff even even you know Fox News and CNN and MSN mm -hmm. and BBC and they're all same saying the same thing about something mm -hmm. like okay on that particular thing once you remove their their spin in the wording mm -hmm. okay those facts are probably true and you can go up to the source but then there's other things where it's like okay well they're clearly leaning a certain way on this mm -hmm. but I, I think it's a question for a lot of people i think a yeah. big issue right now is people don't even know there's I don't so think many there's, information yeah, sources but it's i don't like, think there's one it? true out like you could look up i don't mm -hmm. know stats on police shootings like probably 10 different websites gonna have different numbers of the same type of statistic like you could say like 2022 murder numbers and there'll be a bunch of different numbers so like i don't even know what's real and what's not real um, so I don't really look at like data, like when someone says, oh, well, that's not right. I, I don't pull up a website and be like, well, this website says this. So um, I just use more personal stories of why I believe what I do. Because I, like I said, I don't try to force anybody with facts. It's just like I saw it. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to do it. I get that. It's just that I, I also know that a lot of the types of people and thinkers or lack of thinkers we criticize mm -hmm. often are like, oh, well, I, you know, I experienced this thing or my friend did or whatever. So mm -hmm. therefore it must happen. It must mm -hmm. happen all the time, right? Someone will be like, oh, well, you know, I know someone who, I know a young person who mm -hmm. got really sick with COVID or who died of it. So yeah. I know that one person. So therefore that means that it's really dangerous mm -hmm. for young people and for kids everyone. To go yeah. out and, get the, and I'm like, well, what about the actual data, right? Mm -hmm. What about the fact like? Well, I think just, uh, like I said, just using my own to, uh, but yeah, I mean, there are there are websites. I don't have any on the top of my head because I don't look at that kind of stuff. But yeah, for yeah. them, like to, for them to say, oh, it's the deadliest virus ever, you know, and the bodies are going to be all in the streets. And you look around and you're just like, it's the same people here. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see much of a difference. Uh, still, still ticking along. <laughs> yeah, just like it's, this looks normal out here. So whatever. Oh, by the way, Jalisa, I wanted to congratulate you for um, we're coming up to the one year anniversary of the winter of severe illness and death and <laughs> oh, i was coming sure. back uh they said it was coming back so i wasn't sure if you were going to make it um uh, i was yeah. praying for many of my american friends but um they're all still here so yes the winter of death or the winter job. of whatever i'm like what severe severe illness and death for you and your families oh my gosh yeah <laughs> from, <laughs> from, the house. Yours, yeah. <laughs> from the white house from the white house i was like wow that's that christmas spirit yeah i was like what the heck they and i did see another clip that i think that's fauci said it like it was coming back again like the winter it's because of all you unvaccinated people it's like just give it up already i'm just so over it golly just stop like we're done with it we're done it's not gonna work again no matter what you call it no matter what animal you use monkeys uh <laughs> like we're running out of stuff we're running out of names ligma sigma delta whatever <laughs> gorilla this that like they just like just stop like i just want to say just stop just stop, just stop. <laughs> every day i'm like oh my gosh what's going on <laughs>
No doubt. Well, Jalisa, it's been, it's been awesome talking to you. Um, I love your insights. I, I love, I love the fact whenever, I don't even know how I first started following you, but I started, I was just like, I, some, crazy. I, I think, I think I was looking for people who just get it. Yeah. Right. I was like, I was like, who, I was like, who gets it? Who gets it? Who, who's like saying something that actually is making some kind of sense. And I can see that their brain is independently processing some thought. Yeah. Um, and yo, where can people find you online? So I right now just use Twitter and Instagram. Um, I still have Snapchat, but like nobody really uses that. Um, but Twitter is probably where my most active. So my little handle down there, if you're watching it, that's my Twitter name. But it's Jaleesa Danielle underscore because somebody took my name without the underscore and they need to give it up already. And on Instagram, it's Jaleesa underscore Danielle. So I post a lot of things on my stories. Um, and then, of course, my podcast is on Apple and Spotify, the Side Effects podcast. If you're watching it, it's right here. Um, I was thinking about changing the name because this get, got flagged a lot. You know, they were like, side effect of what? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I named it that because there is a, I feel like there's a consequence to not knowing the truth. So there's a side effect to not being red pilled. You get, you fall in line with all the propaganda and you get got every mm. day. So that's why I called it that. But yeah, that's where they can find me, Twitter and Instagram. Um, awesome. Well, Jalisa, keep fighting for the truth. Keep, keep people on their toes oh, and keep time. them thinking. I will. Thanks. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand, stunt me and destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. Sick like a bang, click and I bang, y'all gon' remember the name. Y'all gon' remember the name. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.